Hi, this is Tom Field with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with John about identity theft. And John, you've been a victim of identity theft, so I really wanted to, to be able to, to get you to tell your story a bit and help to offer some tips for our audience that maybe they can avoid you know, some of the, the, the pitfalls that unfortunately you fell into. Happy to do that. John, how did you become a victim of identity theft? Well, what we believe to be the case um, it, it seems on the surface to be uh, uh, fairly innocent. I went on a business trip to Florida and in the process had taken some clients out to entertain them. And um, as I opened up a tab to be able to uh, to perceive it that entertainment, um, the folks that were running the bar must have taken my credit card and uh, created a, another impression of it and taken the security code off the back of it. Wow. And this was just a regular restaurant, um, you know, uh, not unlike what you might do in any other situation being uh, placed in that type of uh, an environment. Now, how did you notice the crime? Um, interestingly enough, I had an account with Citibank, and that's the card that they seem to have gone after initially, and uh, or that they had committed the fraud with initially. And um, Citibank had installed a great deal of business intelligence software into their infrastructure, and uh, they had noticed that there was uh, some anomalies in how my account um, reflected activity, and with that too, uh, realized that there were open accounts, and given my past history and, and payment uh, methods, realized that they weren't consistent with what the account was showing. Oh, that's great. So they proactively gave me a call. Otherwise, this could have gone on for a long time, and you might not have noticed. Uh, not only that, Tom, but in, in, in a short amount of time, so in, in about six weeks' time, uh, the people that had compromised my uh, my identity had rung up about a quarter of a million dollars worth of debt. Oh my lord! In just six so. weeks' time. Yeah, it, and, and the way that they do it, um, and, and just for for those that might get the benefit of this conversation's um, uh, background, is they reverse engineered my social security number using a credit card, and with that got access to a credit report. So something that you would use to protect yourself, they actually used to uh, to commit fraud. They then went back and realized accounts that had been open uh, as far back as 10 years previous, but that had no activity. But what I've since come to realize is if you don't physically call uh, a company with whom you have credit and tell them after you're through utilizing that card for whatever reason, you know, oftentimes you... Uh, take organizations up on uh, an instant discount and then pay the account off immediately, whatever the case is. But if you don't close those accounts out and get a letter stating that that's been the case, those accounts remain open. And uh, with that, they went back and, and systematically went through those accounts where they could see the greatest benefit um, the most quickly. And, and, and with that, opened up business accounts, um, went to the likes of Wachovia, asked for uh, cash um uh, advances, and those things are processed so quickly that before anybody could catch up with what was happening, they were out the door with the live check uh, that was cashed, and and that was that. Wow, John. Ultimately, how did you fight back? Um, well, Citibank was very uh, useful in the in the process in terms of resolving the issues related to their card specifically, but as I you know sort of referenced, it went far beyond just the Citibank card. So uh, ultimately what I had to do was um, make contact. The first thing was make contact 
with uh, all the credit agencies and put an immediate hold on any of my accounts and added uh, an additional layer of security, which they'll do in these circumstances, which requires uh, additional levels of authorization to either open an account or to utilize any of the accounts that you have active. So that was the first thing. The second thing was filing a report with your local, or in this case, my local police station. Sounds kind of um, awkward because, um, you know, at that point you really don't know where the point of compromise was. But um, I, I'm told that that is standard procedure. So the next thing was going to the local department, filing a police report, and to the best of my knowledge, letting them know what um, I believed may have happened. The third thing I did, because initially I was unclear as to how my identity had been compromised again, was I installed uh, a mailbox at my home that locked, because what I've come to find out is that another way that your identity is often compromised is that people will go around and pick up mail, and uh, with pre-approved credit card offers and so forth, they're able to open up accounts quickly and just change the, uh, the forwarding address to an alternate address than your own. Wow. Uh, from there, I was fortunate through some business to have some contact with um, some people in the Secret Service and got their counsel. But through this process, um, and it's amazing because though it's clear through the likes of Citibank that there's been fraud committed, you have to prove yourself uh, to the rest of the world and to the, the reporting agencies, to the credit bureaus. So by going through the process of seeing police, um, and doing that um, freely and, and reaching out to uh, you know anybody in the Secret Service and so forth, you establish more credibility when it comes to um, calling into question those charges that you're saying you're not responsible for. Sure. Now you say it took about six weeks to ring up $250,000 worth of damage. How long did it take to undo all that damage? Yeah, probably six months or more. And when I say six months or more, the phone calls, the uh, the amount of effort behind it was constant. Um, fortunately, once you start to establish a rapport with people that are trying to help clear up the situation, they tend to get proactive in contacting you when new accounts are open and they identify that situation so that you can start to write the letters and make the phone calls necessary uh, to, to start to challenge those charges and to... Uh, to have them taken off of your um, your credit reporting. So you talked before about how you put a, a locking mailbox at your house, which is, which is a good mm -hmm. step. How else has this experience changed your behavior, if at all? Well, um, both myself and my wife pull um, annual credit reports and review them to make certain that uh, there's been nothing added that we haven't authorized, even though we've put additional measures on, on both of our um, credit bureau reporting um, services and um, I would say in addition to that anything that was outstanding because when you pull up your, your credit report you realize that there are a lot of aliases there are um, uh, you know inappropriate configurations on how your name appears sometimes they'll add the middle initial to your last name and so forth but just made sure that absolutely every detail associated with uh, my credit and with my wife's credit in this case now was 100% uh, clean and in accordance with what we uh, wanted and what we deemed was uh, was authorized by us. And again, it, it involves a great deal of working with the credit bureaus. Typically, though, if you work with one, the information that is translated to one of them ends up being transferred to the the other two, which is which is helpful Good. and efficient. 
Um, other than that, um, we've also recently instigated or um, uh, investigated the um, the services that are out there that guarantee that they will continually um, update the status of your accounts and protect you against any identity theft in the future. Yeah. So, and then of course too, it's spreading the word. Um, you, I'm not sure if you've uh, if you've got your both of your parents with you, but one of the things that occurred to me is um, folks like my parents probably haven't looked at a credit report in 10 years because they really don't have a need to. Sure. And I got to believe that uh, people uh, just like them would be. Uh, primary targets for those that are committing this type of activity. Well, you're right. The, the elderly and the young as well, because you know you've got a young child. Often you get a social security number for the child that makes them vulnerable. That's right. And in, in the state of Massachusetts, that process is immediate. As soon as they're born, uh, the social security request comes with their birth certificate for the most part, and they're issued a social security number. Now, you continue to travel for business. Has it changed your behavior at all when you're entertaining clients, going in and out of hotels, because the cards are always being passed around? It has. Um, I've really, uh, the other thing, I've, I've really altered my behavior and the number of cards that I keep. So um, I'm fortunate that I've got a great credit rating. I, I whittled down my activity to two primary cards. Uh, there's a card that's linked to my uh, my personal um, money market and, and checking accounts, and uh, that card is used very selectively, and it's used in in what I feel to be or you know perceived to be more controlled environments. When it comes to travel, I exclusively use the same Citibank card, uh, Citibank Visa that I had uh, for years past, because I know that they've invested in um, business intelligence infrastructure to help detect things, and they've also got a support system, in um, uh, a functioning support system, so that those that experience this type of uh, unfortunate activity have somewhere to go and a resource that they can lean on to help clear things up. Well, that's great. John, any advice for people who think that they might be at risk of identity theft? What, what's the first thing they should do? Uh, first thing I would say is to, to contact the credit bureaus and to uh, to start to call any open or active um, accounts that you have a credit card linked to and, and make sure that you put alerts on those cards. Don't take, uh, don't take for granted that just by making the call to the credit bureaus that um, uh, you're getting the benefit of all of the opportunities and, and assistance and programs that are available out there to help protect your identity. Um, what I've come to find is that each individual organization um, has started to or has already formed their own support system for this type of, um, of fraudulent behavior because it protects them as well. So um, I definitely make those calls and take advantage of that. Uh, the other thing is, um, you know, don't hesitate for a minute to start to build your own credibility because in this circumstance, you're a victim not only in the fact that, um, you know, you've violated and that someone has assumed your identity, um, but you feel like you're a victim because you have to prove your innocence to the people that you may have had service through and, and shown um, you know, good and, and uh, consistent payment patterns with over the course of time. Um, they're not all going to treat you like a Citibank might by looking at your history and realizing that something might be inconsistent and, and raising a red flag. Oftentimes, uh, you've got to prove that you've not done something wrong and that you're just trying to write off debt that you don't want to be responsible for. Sure. And then finally, I'd say uh, don't leave any stone unturned when it comes to getting your own identity in order. Um, take the necessary and appropriate steps 
as painstaking as it might be, to uh, to make the phone calls, write the letters, and uh, and be certain that the identity that you've got established is the identity that you uh, that you approve of, and that there are no um, even minor anomalies in how you're um, identified through any systems, because that's how um, the people that are behind these types of schemes tend to get away with it. Well, John, I'm sorry you were victimized, but you've become an excellent spokesperson. I really appreciate your time and your insight today and your willingness to tell your story. Uh, It's my pleasure, Tom. We've been talking with John. The topic is identity theft. I'm Tom Field for Information Security Media Group. Thank you very much.